Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Death Note. Today we will be discussing episode 27, titled Abduction. Alright, bunch of stuff going on in this episode. Lots to talk about here. Uh, first and foremost, so this episode picks up right where the last one left off. Uh, this dude, Roger, is telling these two kids that Elle is dead after uh, getting that uh, that automatic message. Uh, and these two kids, we find out, are Near and Mellow, who are essentially the two prime candidates to succeed L, to take up the L mantle. Uh, they are not a fan of one another. They've been uh, pit against each other, competing against each other for pretty much their entire lives. They hate each other. And they are the two, the two people left in the world who could take up the L mantle outside of light. Who could officially take up the L mantle rather than hijacking it the way Light has? Uh, Near, he's very cold, very calculating, uh, very analytical, almost robotic to a certain extent. And uh, Mello is not that. <laughs> Honestly, I love how ironic the name Mello is. Because he is not mellow at all. <laughs> he is very much a hothead, very emotional, uh, lets his feelings get the better of him a lot of times. Uh, he is a lot more emotive than either L or Nier ever are. And these two are kind of... I-, I love how instantly you see the two of them reacting to L's death in... Very different ways. Like, you have Mello, who's just like, No! Elle said he'd catch Kira, and now Kira must have killed him! No! This is- No! I- No! He said he'd do the thing! And then Nier's just like, Alright, Elle lost. Whatever. <laughs> like, they have very, very polar opposite reactions. And, I mean, look- I know a lot of people don't like Nier and Mello, and I'll agree with everyone that they're no substitute for L. 
Same way as in Breaking Bad, the Nazis and uh, Todd and the business lady were no substitute for Gus Fring. But, like, they're fine. They're fine. Like, if you take them away from the massively high expectations of Gus Fring, or in Death Note's case, L, they're fine. They work. They serve their purpose. Like, they're not terrible characters by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, they're just not as great as L. Um, and I do kind of like the dynamic between Yir and Mello. I do kind of like how polar opposite they are. Uh, and I do sort of like how this show... The show essentially sets up a three-way battle <laughs> between Light, Near, and Mello. And it's very, very cool. Uh, but then we get into the whole, who's gonna replace L? Who did L choose? Well, apparently L was killed before he had a chance to choose. So now, we don't know, and Roger, this guy Roger, suggests that Nier and Mello work together? And Nier, by the way, is totally fine with this. He's like, okay, that's, that's cool. And then Mello's just like, no! F that! I hate this! Nier can have it. He doesn't let his emotions get the better of him. I'm gone. I'm leaving this institution. I'm living my own life. F all of you. And then Nier's just like, okay. <laughs> he does not give shit either way. <laughs> uh, but Mello just leaves. And then we flash forward again. See, we had the flash forward at the end of the last episode, and then we flashed back to uh, previous time, and now we're flashing forward again back to 2012. We swear we're going to be in 2012 for the entirety of the rest of the uh, rest of the show. We're, we're just at 2012 now. That's that, that that's the standard. That's the that's the standard. I know we went back and forth at the end of the last episode. We're good now, and now we're kind of like setting the stage. Nier went to the President of the United States and is like, Hey, so, um, Real L's dead. L's just a puppet of the police at this point. I'm basically supposed to be the true successor to L. So, let's catch Kira. Uh, and he basically sets up this organization called the SPK. Uh, to catch Kira without the help of L. Also, Mello joined a gang and became a very high-ranking member of said gang. Mello's a mob boss now and also really wants to catch Kira uh, just to say he's better than Nier, essentially. I mean, look, I know a lot of people don't like this last third of Death Note, but you gotta give them props. They certainly shook up the formula in a really interesting way. Like, you gotta, like, this is a cool idea. Even if you don't like this, like, last third, this is a cool idea to have this three-way battle between Light, the new L, and a freaking mob boss who happens to have L-level intellect. Like, that's cool. That's cool. 
This last third's underrated. I'm just going to say that. Uh, but anyway, we have uh, Light and the task force just in Light's new apartment discussing the Kira case uh, and all of that. And then they're just talking about how screwed up the world is now. Uh, people are openly embracing Kira. They're posting names and faces on the internet for Kira to kill and all of that. And then they get a call that the director of the NPA has been kidnapped. And the kidnappers demand a trade. The director for the notebook. Now, it is very much worth noting that no one outside of the task force is supposed to know about the notebook. They didn't even tell the director that information. So, somehow, the kidnappers know that there's this death note. Somehow, the kidnappers know about the death note's existence. To further complicate matters, an FBI agent approaches... Chief Yagami, saying, hey, uh, so, Japanese police, you guys have been shit at catching Kira. You guys suck. You're the worst at this. You guys are, you guys are actually awful. You guys are actually awful at catching Kira. So, give us the notebook and, uh, all your other information on Kira, and we'll take it from here. And it's at this point that the chief's just like, well, you, you captured the director, you kidnapped the director. Uh, and Nier, who has this FBI agent in his pocket, is just like, huh, I guess the director's also been kidnapped, and the kidnappers also want the notebook. Okay, uh, let's offer our assistance as soon as the chief stops yelling at this FBI agent. <laughs> The chief just ju just goes nuts on this FBI agent. But anyway, it is then revealed that the kidnapper is Mello. Mello kidnapped the director to get information about the task force, and he is, like, doing the exchange for the notebook. He, by the way, voices his theory... That there are actually two notebooks. One from the NPA. And one from Kira. He wants both of them. He wants both death notes. And he wants to be the person to catch Kira. Light then. In his attempt to make sure. That. The notebook doesn't fall into the kidnapper's hands, no one comes for the notebook, writes the director's name. And the director kills himself. The director commits suicide. And then one of these mob people shows up to Mello and is like, hey, this guy just killed himself. Uh, and then Mello immediately puts together that this is definitely Kira. And 
it means we're safe because Kiro doesn't know our names and faces, which is why he went for the director. And only a certain, uh, a certain amount of people know that A, the director got kidnapped, and B, uh, that the director was being exchanged for the notebook, so that narrows down the list significantly. But after a while, Mello then calls the chief and says, The director is dead. We killed him. We did it. Definitely not Kira. Don't know what you're talking about. We killed him. Now, the deal has changed. The notebook for Sayu Yagami. Light's sister, the chief's daughter. So now, Light made a miscalculation in how smart the kidnapper, in this case Mello, was in going, okay, we can't use the director. This is uh, an opening to kind of show how serious we are and up the ante and go for the chief's daughter. Go for a much more personal target. Light didn't stop the exchange as he had hoped he would. He merely emboldened Mello. So, by the way, it's worth noting, Ryuk's loving all of this. Ryuk is loving the fact like, yes, this is getting interesting again. (laughs) Like, he loves that this is happening. He loves that all this is going down. Anyway, had to point that out. But, Chief's daughter's been kidnapped. He's freaking the hell out. Because it's his daughter and she has been kidnapped. Nier, by the way, while all this is happening, immediately figures out, oh, it's Mello. Yep, it's definitely Mello. It has to be Mello. Also, Mello definitely didn't kill the director. It was uh, absolutely Kira. And Light then makes a calculated risk and tells the task force, hey, I think Kira might have been the one to kill the director. I think Kira might have actually been the one to kill the director, which means whoever leaked the information to the kidnappers also uh, was the info that they got from Kira. And so... We can't trust the rest of the police. We, only the people here, only the people here can be trusted. Only us. Hint, hint, don't call in anyone else. (laughs) Keep the circle small. So not as many eyes are on me specifically. Man, this uh, this task force is made up of a bunch of idiots. <laughs> this task force, it's seriously made up of a bunch of idiots. How are any of these people cops? How are any of these people cops? How are any of the people that are this stupid get to be cops? It's insane. Like, Light plays them like puppet masters. Uh, because earlier, like, 
they said like, oh, we're not supposed to, no one else in the NPA is supposed to know, but I guess someone figured out, maybe the info leaked or whatever. And then, light slips in the, Kira must be getting his information from the police. I guess, uh, I guess we can only trust the people in this room, yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway, with all this information out there, Mello calls back, and it's like, okay, your daughter's in L.A., come to L.A., we'll make the exchange there. And then the chief flat out proclaims, okay, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm not thinking about this at all, I'm going. And then Light's like, eh, eh, calm down, we need a plan. Uh, And then Light decides to take the FBI people up on their offer to help the task force catch these kidnappers. And so Light calls as L, and then Nier's just like, Hello, L number two. I know the that L is dead. I know you're not the real L. Uh, I'm... Call me N. I'm, uh, the person who set up this SPK organization that exists to catch Kira without L. Hi! Uh, and... Light immediately realizes that he has a new, like, L-level foe. Like, Light has this sinking feeling, and he's like, what is this? And you have the, the like, graphic behind him of L. And so Light's kind of realizing, oh crap, this is not, like, just a random whatever thing. This is, like, I'm back on the ropes. I have to fight another L-level adversary. He He's starting to feel things he didn't feel in, like, five years. And that's where the episode ends. So we're going to get Yagami's daughter. We're going to get Sayu. We got this whole Nier situation developing. We got this whole Mellow situation developing. Lot of stuff going on. Lot of plates in the air. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's insane. This this third arc gets insane. <laughs> it really, really does. And I and I really like it. I, I really, really like it. I do think it is underrated. Like I do think people give it way too much shit because L's not there. And they want L. People want L. People don't want shit. No change. Uh, I I I I still like it. I still really really like it. Anyway, uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, Anchor.fm slash TV Archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows, and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything you get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that's going to work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be discussing episode 28. Talk to you then. Hey guys, we have a lot of fun here discussing teenagers murdering people with magic notebooks, but while we sit talking about our favorite Japanese media, Asian Americans across this country 
are suffering from a monstrous wave of hatred, discrimination, and violence. This type of bigotry is nothing new. It's existed for, well, pretty much as long as America has been a thing, but it has increased dramatically over the past year in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic and the hateful rhetoric of former President Donald Trump. Average everyday Americans are being targeted every day for no reason other than the way they look, and they need your help. If you would like to help put an end to this horrific trend, please go to GoFundMe.com AAPI and donate whatever you can. That's GoFundMe.com AAPI. Thank you.